And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr, and suits so fine they made Sinatra look like a hobo. This your place, Carl? Yeah, what do you think? Really? It's really awful. But I have a lot of things that are on order. You know, credit trouble. Pay more attention to your schoolwork and less to the radio. You always listen to the radio. It's different. Our lives are ruined already. Eagle Whistler. will self-destruct in five seconds. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the astonishing Lisa Wolf. In this hour, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard Starring the adventures of Ozzie and Harriet from 1953. But it's time now for Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? The Music Edition. Lisa will play clips from popular songs and provide a statement about each song. My job is to guess if that statement is real or ridiculous while you play along at home. Right, Lisa? Right, Carl. That is a big job. And I'm really thinking that we haven't gone out for pizza. You're thinking? I'm thinking Wow, that's dangerous. We haven't gone out for pizza in quite a while. That's true. So uh, you want to make a little gentleman's bet here? All right, so if I get them all all right, you buy me pizza. Yes. If I get them all wrong, I buy you pizza. Yes. I'm feeling pizza-like. All right. You ready? All right. I was born ready. Really? Especially when it comes to pizza. Okay. I'm extra motivated. Okay. The motivation is on. By the, the way, sausage on. and mushroom on my pizza. I'll have spinach, green peppers, and onions. <laughs> you take all the fun out of pizza. You know that? Light on the cheese. Okay, here we go. And Dan, <laughs> your husband, eats my pizza. I know he likes yours he li- Yeah, he's like, he ugh, I don't want to eat okay. this. That's okay. I don't need to share. I don't share. want to eat this anymore. It's fun. I don't have to share with anyone. Right. So here's the category. You ready? Mm-hmm. I came up with this. All right. Songs with gibberish lyrics. Okay. Okay. I can do I can do that. Can you? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Here's the first song that has gibberish. That's oh, Lady Gaga. Yes. <laughs> that means nothing, by the way. Ooh la la. Ooh la la. All right, so that's Bad Romance by Lady Gaga. Bad Romance, right. Okay, mm-hmm. here's your statement. In the video, Lady Gaga's lips were digitally altered to make them look bigger. Real or ridiculous? Wow. Hmm. I'm going to say ridiculous. All right. It is ridiculous. Oh, yes. But oh, yes. here it is. It, <laughs> you want that yes. pizza, don't you? It's her eyes. It's her eyes. So there's a contact lens company that manufactures a product known as Circle Lenses. Yeah. It covers part of the white area. Yeah. And it makes the pupils look larger. Mm. And that's what she does on her video. Really? So they like, did make so her she eyes looks like look a larger. Fish or something like well, that. I don't think she looks like a fish. Well, but I mean, the eyes. She do. has huge eyes as yeah. it is. So. I mean, Anyways. like, eyes have big pupils, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, <laughs> fish have big pupils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, eyes have big pupils. You know what You know what else has big pupils? Big teachers. Good one, Carl. Huh? That was Mike, great. Hey, Mike, what do you think? 
Right off the top of my head, I oh, thought. Wow, of that. that was good. Pretty Mike? wild there. Pretty yeah, good, right? Crazy good. Right. <laughs> I should have been a writer. <laughs> a writer and a singer and yeah. whatever else. Anything other than. Anything other than, exactly. I didn't want to say right, it. So but I'm you up. Did. I'm up one. You're up one. Here Hang we on go. Hang on a second. Hang on a the second. The pressure is on. You got one. Here's your second gibberish. Is there song. four questions? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's Sting. It's That's the police. The police. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always know the band. Yeah, you do. This da, is da, do, da, do 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 da 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 da. The police. Yeah, that is gibberish. It is gibberish. Do da da da. da. No, it's D with a D. Oh. The other one was ga ga. This is da da. Oh, okay. Well, it's much different. <laughs> it is. So here's your statement. This song was used on the pilot of Saint Elsewhere with Ed Begley Jr. and Howie Mandel. Yeah, it's real. Let's listen. It's real. All right, that's it. Thank you. Dr. Armstrong and Dr. Candle, I want to see you in my office at 9.30. It's real? Oh, man, I'm halfway to Here a it pizza. Is. There it is. I am halfway to a pizza. That's saying elsewhere, that was the uh, pilot in 1982. Wow, that's yes. a long time ago. You were what, 58, 60? I was not born yet. Yeah. Almost, though. Da, All right, da, da. You're, well, you're two Hang for two, but this is getting scary. Oh, man, pizza, pizza. <laughs> it's getting scary. Pizza, pizza. All right, well, we're not getting Domino's. Pizza, pizza. No Domino's here. You ready? No, that's Little Caesar. Oh, pizza, you're right, pizza. Little Caesar. Okay, yeah. here's the next one. Okay. There she was, just walking down the street, singing do a diddy diddy dum diddy do Tapping her fingers and shuffling her feet, singing do a diddy diddy I don't know who this is. All right, so this is Do I Diddy Diddy. This is Manfred Man. Oh, Manfred Man. Okay, here's your statement. Nothing hard. Mm -hmm. Pressure's on. In an episode of Friends, Phoebe performs this song at Central Perk Cafe. Real or ridiculous? Real. Let's listen to the clip. All right, Michelle, count us off. One, two, buckle my shoe. Uh, this is Full House. This is Jesse and his band performing uh, with Michelle. So I said false, right? Did I sing false? Did I say false? You know, you wish you said false. You said true. Oh, but the cute. answer is... cute. She's, uh, she's really cute. That's cute. Yeah, it's really cute. This is Uncle Jesse. Ah. Uh, uh, sorry. Yep. All right. But there's one more to go. Oh, just man. for fun. Oh, man. That pizza was tasting uh, real good about now. Darn, Here's your final darn, song. Darn, darn, darn. That's, um... The Big Bopper? This is Little Richard. Oh, Little Richard. Yeah. I'm singing Tutti Frutti. Here's your statement. Yeah. Queen played this song live on their 1986 Magic Tour. Real. Let's listen. 100%. And that is Queen yeah. on their 1986 Magic Tour. You know, I was You did get off. three out of four, but you're usually one off. Do I get three quarters of a pizza? You don't. 
Man, you don't. Oh, man. You're usually one off, but yeah. What can I say? You're one. You're one <laughs> off, all right. One off, all right. Yeah, you're definitely one off. It's <laughs> just one notch off. Gosh. I call it next so to normal. So close. So close. It's hard to get. It's hard to get all of them. It is. You know. It is. All right. Thanks, Lisa. All Wolf. right. Well, good try. Great Better job. luck next week. Great job. Uh, when we come back, the adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. I love Ozzy and Harriet. Coming your way after this short break. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. You sounded good on that commercial there, Lisa. Really? That's one of your better ones there. Well, that's because I got paid the big buck. Yeah. So I rose to the occasion. You sounded very mellifluous on that commercial oh, that's there. A big word for you. And how many syllables is that? Four. Mellifluous. How do you know that? Like right off the bat. I'm I mean, how do you. Quick. I wow. am. That's quick, a Carl. talent. Yes. I really. I have many you talents. You are very Carl. talented. And uh, <laughs> I have many. Telling talents. me how many syllables it is That's is one of, one my, of your many. One of my greatest of yeah. talents. <laughs> All right. Ozzy and Harriet. I, um, you know, here's the crazy thing Ozzy and Harriet was on the air. You ready for this? 402 radio broadcasts. There's probably only 15 of them that are excellent sound quality. Wow. They. For some strange reason, they did not do a good job. And I'm not saying it's Ozzy and Harriet's fault. Whoever mm-hmm. was in charge of, um, you know, archiving these right. discs did did a very bad job. Because every once in a while, you know, a new one will pop up somewhere. And if it's great quality, it's like, oh, my goodness, an Ozzy and Harriet that sounds great. This one sounds really good. good. It's from a disc. Um the television shows pretty much all exist, and those are in great, great video quality. Um, a, a good pal of mine owns a company called MPI, MPI, and um, they put it all out. It's all put out on DVD. They did a great job. Go to their website, MPI Home Video. And you can get all of the Ozzy and Harriet television shows. And they're great. I mean, they're so great. But um, they were a real-life husband and wife, um, Ozzy and Harriet uh, Nelson. And the series focused mainly on the Nelson family at home and dealing with everyday problems. a great situation comedy series. It came to uh, radio in 1944. And at first, they didn't let their sons play David and Ricky on the show. They had actors 
Um, and then in 1949, they were like, ah, let's just save some money, and bring the kid, bring the kids along. We don't have to have a um, babysitter anymore for them. Let's just have them be themselves on radio. And they were awesome, David and Ricky. Of course, David Nelson and Ricky Nelson went on to careers mm-hmm. of their own. Ricky was a big rock and roll singer. Um, yeah, they they moved to television in the in the 50s, and their TV show was super super popular. But we have a radio episode for you now, uh, going back to September 25th, 1953. Harriet wants to have the uh, the sofa and chair reupholstered. Here's part one of The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. We present the amusingly transcribed Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, starring America's favorite young couple, Ozzie Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. One of the immutable laws of nature is that opposites attract. Perhaps this is why Ozzy and Harriet were drawn to each other, because there never was anybody so opposite as Ozzy. For instance, when Harriet says, No. Ozzy says, Yes. And when Harriet says, Yes. Ozzy says, No. And when Harriet says, Yes and no. Ozzy says, Hmm. Could be. (laughs) Well, right now, this law is in full operation in the Nelson household concerning a chair and sofa that Harriet wants to have reupholstered. The only reason I want to go to the home furnishing and decorating show is to see some new upholstering materials. Harriet, the chair and sofa do not need reupholstering. Let's talk this over calmly. Now sit down. All right. (laughs) Harriet. Hold still. I'll help you get the spring out of your back pocket. Probably wouldn't happen again in a thousand years. Well, we can't wait that long. Look at the fabric on the sofa. The mohair's all worn off. Oh, it's not too bad. No. Mo has more hair than the sofa. (laughs) Harriet, please, no jokes. Well, I've gotten several estimates. We can have the whole job done for about $200. $200? What's it for? Fixing up the sofa and chair, Dave. Shall I get your checkbook, Pop? Uh, David, this is between your mother and me. What's between your mother and me? We were discussing having the furniture reupholstered. Oh, you're finally going to have it done, huh? Well, not necessarily. Not necessarily? What does that mean? It means if you keep at him long enough, you'll have it done. (laughs) I'm just not going to spend $200 to have something done that doesn't need to be done. (laughs) Mom, I'm wounded. Roll over on your stomach, boy, and I'll get the bandages. Now, stop it, will you? I've made my decision. Hey, There's Tony and Catherine. Let's go. All right, but remember now, just because I go to the home furnishing show doesn't mean I'm going to give in. Of course not, dear. Good night, boy. Good night. Good night. Adults. <laughs>
Where'd the girls go, Thorny? Oh, they're scouting for upholstery material. Well, it's not going to do Harriet any good. Don't be such a cheapskate, Oz. Cheapskate? Before you give Catherine money for a new dress, her old one's been in and out of style three times. <laughs> temper, temper. Look, Thorny, the last time you were over for dinner, I noticed you sat on our sofa and didn't get up for three hours. I couldn't. The spring was stuck in my back pocket. <laughs> I want to show you the most wonderful exhibit. Now, Harriet, I told you before we left... It's a contest and free. Free? Now, there's a word that brings a light to his beady little eyes. <laughs> right over here. Come look. The Cozy Comfy Upholstery Company. Harriet, I told Read you... Read on, Macduff. Win $100 off on reupholstering any two pieces of furniture. I leave you with a sharp pencil and your conscience. Interested in entering our contest, sir? Well, I'd, I'd... Just fill out the card with your name and your address, drop it in the box, and at the end of the show, we'll select the lucky winner who'll receive $100 off on an upholstery job. Oh... Well, there's no reason why I shouldn't enter. Uh, can my wife fill one out, too? Just one to a family. How about your friend here? Oh, no, thanks. We just had our set reupholstered. Uh, Thorny. Come here. Yes, sir. Look, fill one out, and it'll give me twice as good a chance. But I don't need it. Come on! What harm is there? Well, why should I? Aren't we friends? I've been wondering. You know, Harriet talked Catherine into coming here with her, and already it's cost me a dollar and a half for tickets and 35 cents to park the car. What's friendly about that? All right, I'll give you the 35 cents for parking the car. If you were a real friend, you'd give me the dollar and a half for the tickets. Barney, exactly how high a price do you put on your friendship? Shall we say a buck? Okay, here's your dollar. Fill out the card, friend. <laughs> Can't you keep the springs pressed down while I try to tie them? Got away from me, Pop. Why <laughs> too? Oh, sorry, dear. This sofa is just impossible. As soon as you press one spring down, two more pop up. Oh, Harriet, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> dear, just let me call an upholsterer. We've waited a week for you to win that contest. Well, the mailman hasn't been here yet today. Yes, he has, Pop. Nothing for you. Oh. Ah, oh, we've waited this long. Let's wait a couple more days. Come in, Thorny. Uh, Oz, can I talk to you outside for a minute? Well, sure. Okay, what's up? Guess what came in the mail this morning? A notice from the draft board? <laughs> no, a little letter from the KKU, the Cozy Comfy Upholstery Company. Thorny, we didn't. No, we didn't. But I did. <laughs> You did what? I won the first prize. A hundred dollars off on the upholstery deal. Well, this is sensational. Wait till I tell Harriet. What are you so excited about? I won it. But, Thorny, you filled it out for me. Well, yes, but I didn't expect to win. Now, wait, you can't do this. I gave you a dollar to fill that card out. Oh, you're mistaken, Oz. You gave me that dollar for friendship. <laughs> but I am your friend. Some friend. The minute I win a big prize, you want to horn in on it. Now, just a second, Thorny. You weren't even interested. You said you didn't need to have anything done. Well, that's life. Them as has gets. Now, now look, Thorny... Now, now, don't blow your cork eyes. Do you need this? You know darn well I do. Then you can have it. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Thorny. I, for a minute, I had to... For $100. <laughs> 
A hundred dollars? Well, it says right here it's worth a hundred dollars. You wouldn't try to cheat me, would you? Look, before I'd give you the money, I'd call up the company and pay them the full price. Well, go ahead, Oz. I understand they do good work. I'll be seeing you. Harriet, stop laughing. I'm sorry, but I can't help it. Well, it's not that funny. Oh, you know, Thorny, he's just teasing you. He'll eventually give it to you. No, he won't. Well, how do you know? Because my lawyer talked to him about it. Mom, I was just talking to Will Thornbury. He says his father's really got you boxed in on the upholstery deal. Oh, he did, did he? You gonna give him the $100, Pop? Certainly not. <laughs> Actually, he's outsmarted himself. He might have been able to sell it to me for $50, but now I'm not gonna give him a cent for it. Aren't you cutting off your nose to spite your face? No, I've been thinking it over, and probably everybody who fills out a card wins first prize. You didn't. Well, they're so busy with everybody else, they haven't gotten around to me yet. Could I possibly interest you in calling some other upholstery company? Harriet, let's just be patient and wait for the mailman. The Amusing Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet. They were great, man. I loved uh, listening to the radio shows and watching the TV shows, you know, Incidentally, I think it was a 19, I'm pretty sure it was a 1957 TV episode. You know, by the late, mid to late 1950s, Ricky Nelson was, you know, he was a, becoming a rock star. Yeah. And so they would have him perform a song yeah, on, the show. You know, on the TV mm -hmm. show, not on the radio, but on no, the TV right. show. And in 1957, he performed a Fats Domino song the uh, i'm walking you know i'm walking yes indeed i'm a walking you know <laughs> oh that one God, i do <laughs> and the fats domino label signed him oh wow uh imperial records and then See, carl maybe yeah, you can learn that's something what i'm just if you, know, you do that maybe I, the somebody will sign you too i mean what do i gotta do i uh, maybe sing fats domino yes indeed i'm a walking you better believe i'm a walking give you a beat here I mean, someone, <laughs> someone has to own a record label out there. Right? I mean, you think that coast you'd be to very coast, saleable. actually global. We're global, right? Isn't there a? Isn't there like in like Beirut or somewhere? Maybe a little more local. <laughs> I mean, I would. You don't like I would to travel. Sign, I would sign. You don't. You hate. I flying. know. I hate. I hate flying. So maybe stick with Chicago. I'm <laughs> <laughs> right, back to Ozzy and Harriet and more hijinks on Hollywood 360. After this, if you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, The Shadow, Jack Benny, Gunsmoke, Dragnet, and Suspense, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows, along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Lisa Wolf and I co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. 
Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Just a reminder, folks, we have a podcast called Radio Rarities. And uh, it's really, it's really great. I mean, I can't wait till, you know, Mike sends me the new one to check out, you know, and it's, I get it. And I'm so excited because it's fun to hear it all put together, you know, with the music, the classic radio show, get to hear my uh, mellifluous voice and uh, you, you know, you're okay on it. Yeah. And um, but yeah. Mike does a great job. And Mike's then great, and you're great. Carl just, Shadow's great. You know, he writes it. <laughs> um, and uh, and actually, we're recording five shows this week coming right. up. Right, Thursday or Friday, we're going to record. Thursday's good. What day, Mike? Are uh, we recording? Either day. Thursday's okay. good. Thursday's All right, we're going to record five more. And what I love about it is that we take a very unique radio show, and we have lots and lots of unique radio shows. I mean. I have over a th- I have over a hundred thousand radio shows under license, and every once in a while, there's something maybe like, for instance, I was just listening to a uh, man called X. I was listening to a man called X episode, and of course, we all know that Herbert Marshall played, you know, the man called X, right? On this particular episode, somebody else is playing the role because I found out that Herbert Marshall was in the hospital with surgery. for So for like two weeks, um, and I'm trying to think who it was, maybe Brian Ahern. I think Brian Ahern played the part of um, secret agent, you know, the secret agent, Ken Thurston. So that's interesting, right? You got a Man Called X episode with Brian Ahern playing Ken Thurston and not Herbert Marshall. Well, that's that's a show that we would include, you know, we haven't yet, but we would include on Radio Rarity. So shows like that, or maybe it's an audition. There's a We play a lot of audition right. episodes where, you know, the show was a proposed series by big, talented, you know, like, like Humphrey Bogart had a series called the Humphrey Bogart Theater. They made an audition, and it never, right. can you imagine? Humphrey Bogart never made it. That's the very first Radio Rarity. So when you... Search wherever podcasts are heard, folks. iHeart, Acast, Spotify, Apple, Google, any platform that plays podcasts. You can you can search for Radio Rarities. Episode one is an audition of the Humphrey Bogart Theater in a very interesting story that he narrates, that Humphrey Bogart narrates. But there's plenty. Of, we've done, I don't know, 50, 60 50 some something sure. episodes. Yep. I think it's more. I think we launched it over a year ago. Anyway, this show, this Radio Rarities podcast that we release a new one each and every week, is yours to hear free. Just go wherever podcasts are heard. Just search it on your you know, computer and listen to it. And uh, I think you'll really, really like it. If you like these classic radio shows... You will learn a lot. I learn a lot. I do, too. Really. Doing them. We really delve deep into it. Carl does a great job writing it, and uh, he, we learn just as long, uh, along with everyone else. Yeah, Carl sure. Shadow, who is really um, at, at the top of his game with these shows. He really knows the inside and out of these radio shows and how 
they came about, who started them, who wrote them, what they did before this show. Right. I mean, he goes into great detail. And it's a cool show. Radio Rarities. Check it out. It's absolutely free. It's available wherever podcasts are heard. And listen for the new one every week that comes out. All right, we're listening to The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. And um, Harriet wants to get the sofa and chair reupholstered. Let's go back to 1953, the conclusion now to The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet. Hello, is this the Cozy Comfy Upholstery Company? Uh, About three weeks ago, I entered your contest at the home show, and I wondered if I won anything. No, uh, the name is Nelson. Ozzie Nelson. I I didn't. Only uh, one first prize? And and, uh, who did you say? uh, uh, Thornberry. Thank you. Harriet? Yes, dear? Harriet, you want the furniture upholstered. Three weeks have passed. Maybe I ought to make some kind of a deal with Marnie. Contest was on the level, huh? Well, I don't want to waste any more time. If Thorny will be reasonable, I'll be reasonable. Well, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> What's the morning line on his prize? Well, his last quotation was $65. <laughs> it's not so bad. By rights, the prize was mine. Not according to your lawyer. He's not my lawyer anymore. <laughs> Ozzy, why don't you go over and talk to Thorny? After all, you're smarter than he is. Well, no, but Harriet, I... You're a better businessman than he is. Well, I... He can't put anything over on you. Not a chance. Well, then go over and talk to him. I will. Ozzy? Yeah? Don't sign anything. <laughs> Hi, Oz. What are you doing? Uh, just, uh, trimming the hedge. Mind if I get my clippers and join you? These are your clippers. <laughs> well, in that case, you might as well trim my side, too. Certainly, Thorny. Glad to. Got a phone call this morning, Oz. Very interesting. From the Comfy Cozy Upholstery Company. Cozy Comfy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't realize there was a time limit on that prize. It's up tomorrow. Sure hate to see all that money go to waste. Yeah, that'd be a a big shame. Of course, it won't really go to waste. Herb Dunkel will buy it from me. Herb Dunkel? Careful, Oz. You nearly snipped off your tie. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, offered me $40 for it. Why didn't you take it? Well, I feel a moral obligation to you. After all, it was you who advised me to fill out the card. That's why I feel $15 is a fair price. $15? That's insulting. Let's forget the whole thing. Okay. And here, trim your own side of the hedge. Gladly. (laughs) How about $18? (laughs) 20? Thorny, stop clipping me. I mean, stop clipping and and listen to me. I'll give you 25, and that's my top price. Well, for friendship's sake, okay. It's a deal. Not until I get the money. Okay. Let's see. It was $20, wasn't it? 
No, 30. <laughs> it was 25, and stop trying to cheat me. 20, 25, here. Well, thank you. Come on over, I'll get the letter. Hey, Pop, did you make the deal yet? Yes, I did, and a pretty good one, too, David. Oh, I knew you would. I was just talking to Will, and he said his father was willing to sell the prize for $15. Warning! <laughs> <Marty? laughs> Well, when Harriet wanted to reupholster a sofa and chair in the living room, Ozzy was against it until his neighbor Thorny won a prize at the home show entitling him to a $100 discount on an upholstery job. Now, Ozzy has bought the prize from Thorny for $25, and now Thorny is calling the Comfy Cozy Upholstering Company... Uh, a cozy Comfy. <laughs> the Cozy Comfy Upholstering Company to arrange to have the work done. Yeah, that's right, Thornberry. I've decided to use the prize after all. Would you send a man out to my house today? At my house. To my house? Yes, there'll be somebody home. Thank you. Why didn't you give him my address? Oz, everything isn't as simple as you. <laughs> I won the prize, so naturally they expect to find the furniture in my house. All you gotta do is move it over here. Now look, Thorny. I'll help you. Load it on your back. <laughs> You'll help me carry it over here. All right, all right. We're friends, aren't we? Well, there you are, Oz. What time is the man coming, Thorny? Oh, sometime today. Might as well make yourself comfortable. Uh, you have any matches around here? Oh, uh, would you mind not smoking, Oz? Catherine's having a bridge party here this afternoon. She doesn't want to get the ashtrays dirty. Bridge party? You mean the regular group from the women's club? That's right. But now, wait a minute. She can't have a party while we're here. Well, you tell her, will you, Oz? I'll uh, help pick you up. <laughs> but all these women know us, and if the man comes while we're here, they'll give the whole thing away. Well, that's the risk you take when you're too cheap to buy Harriet a decent upholstery job. Now, wait a second. I've got $25 invested in this. Well, if it's all right with Catherine, she can have her friends over at our house. Oh, good. Then I won't have to borrow your bridge table. You've still got it. <laughs> oh. Oh, would you mind carrying it over to your house? Thorny. Okay, okay. You wait here with Harriet. Ozzy, why don't you sit down? You're wearing a track in the carpet. Well, it's Thorny's carpet. <laughs> What's keeping that upholstery man? You suppose Thorny could have tipped him off? Oh, don't be silly. Well, I don't trust that guy. What do you suppose he's doing over in our house? Same thing you're doing in his house. You mean he's been going into our refrigerator? <laughs> Will you please relax? Hey, how about that? How about what? They can see everything that goes on in our living room right from here. Not without binoculars. Well, they're right here under the chair. <laughs> no wonder Thorny knows everything that goes on in our house. He's been spying on us. Oh, he has not. He has too. Hey... When I look through his binoculars, I can see Thorny taking cigars out of my humidor. Where's the phone? <laughs> Line is busy. 
You dial Thorny's number. Well, naturally, I'm calling... Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> Harriet? Hmm? What's our number? Oh, oh, yes. Our phone is busy. Where are those binoculars? He's on the phone, Harriet. He's talking long distance. How can you tell? Well, I can't for sure, but he looks like he's talking long distance. <laughs> he's shouting. Well, he shouldn't be using our phone. You're using his. Well, that's different. What's different about it? Well, I'm not calling long distance. Well, it'll make you happy, dear. Call somebody long distance. I wouldn't do such a sneaky thing. I wonder if my brother in New Jersey is home. <laughs> Thorny's off the phone now. Yeah. Tell him a thing or two. Nelson Residence, this is Thorny Nelson speaking. <laughs> Thorny, will you please leave my cigars alone? And who were you talking to on the phone? Your brother in New Jersey. <laughs> well, what did you call him for? He called you, but you weren't here. I know I wasn't here. They... Well, anyway, keep away from my cigars. Oz, if you want to use my binoculars, ask my permission first. <laughs> well, keep your hands out of my things and don't use the telephone. I told him. What's he doing now, Harriet? Pulling down the shade. <laughs> the bridge party's over. I saw the women leave a half hour ago. Why doesn't Thorny come back? Where's the man from the upholsterers? Why doesn't Thorny put the shade up? <laughs> Look, there's a light in our bedroom. Hello? Uh, Mr. Thornberry? Well, that depends. Uh, who is this? Uh, I'm the upholsterer. Oh, oh, yes. From the Comfy Cozy Upholstering Company. Uh, cozy Comfy. No, no, well, uh, either way. Uh, 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 this is the Thornberry residence. Uh, I've been waiting for you all afternoon, and so is Mrs. Nelson. Uh, so, uh, Mrs. Uh, uh, Thornberry, are you coming over? Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Thornberry, but I'm uh, running a little behind schedule. Uh, will you be home after dinner? Well, just a minute, I'll ask Mrs. Nelson, Mrs. Uh, Nelson Thornberry. Uh, uh, Harriet, will we be here after dinner? I don't know. We may be here for years. Uh, yes, we'll be here after dinner. Fine, I'll come over after dinner. You better call Thorny and tell him. Oh, yes. Why doesn't he answer the phone? Well, it takes a little while to get up from the cellar. <laughs> the cellar? What's he doing down there? Thorny? Thorny? Yes, Oz? Why don't you answer the phone? You told me not to. <laughs> well, answer it. Okay. <laughs> hello? Thorny? Oh, hello, Oz. I was just talking to you. <laughs> What were you doing in my cellar? Getting my rake, my hoe, my pliers, my soldering iron, and the fishing rod I loaned you last July. Well, you stay out of there. Look, Oz, we'd like to get back into our house. 
We're expecting people for dinner, and Catherine's got to get it started. Well, she can't do that. The upholstery man just phoned, and he's coming here right after dinner. Oz, I can't help it. Now what's the trouble? They've got dinner guests, and Catherine wants to get started. Well, we better get back to our own house. I've got to get dinner started, too. Well, we can't. Well, Carrie, could you fix dinner over here and let Catherine have her dinner party over there? Well, I suppose so, if it's okay with Catherine. It'll be okay with Catherine. Okay, Thorny. Oh, uh, by the way, Oz, don't bother to come over. I know where everything is. <laughs> What's so funny over there now? Well, when we were over there, Mr. Thornbury was doing his imitation of you. <laughs> Couldn't have been that funny. I don't know. He was wearing a lampshade and getting big laughs. <laughs> oh, I'll get it. Hello? Yes, this is the Thornberry resident. Oh, I see. But, but you'll be here for sure. All right, thank you. Was that the upholstery man? Uh, uh, when's he coming? Eight o'clock tomorrow morning. Hey, Oz, where's the mop? Did you spill anything? No, I'm doing my imitation of Harry. Thorny, the upholstery man isn't coming until eight o'clock tomorrow morning. We'd like to get to bed. Oh, gosh, Oz, I don't want to break up the party. We're having a lot of fun. Come on over. I want to get some sleep. We've got to be back here by eight o'clock tomorrow morning. Well, why don't you just sleep there? You'll find my pajamas in the top drawer. Good night, Oz. Well, good morning, Oz. Oh, hiya, Thorny. Figured it was safe to come over. I just saw the guy leave with your furniture. Yeah. Well, I hope they do a good job. Oh, I'm sure they will. It's a very reliable firm. Well, they're sure charging enough. $175. Well, yes, but you're saving 100 because of me. I'm saving 75 Don't forget I paid you 25 Well, at least we're getting the furniture upholstered at last. Oh, here, I brought your mail over to you. Wasn't that nice of me? Oh, oh, thank you. Anything interesting? Yeah, probably not. Wait a minute. What's this? Dear Mr. Nelson, we are sorry you did not win first prize in our contest. However, you were kind enough to enter, and in an endeavor to make new friends, the Cozy Comfy Upholstery Company is giving you $100 off on the reupholstering of any two pieces of living room furniture. Well, dear, we've never slept over at the Dunkel's house. Maybe he'll buy the offer from you. A uh, thorny... Oz, just for friendship's sake, I'm going to make you another offer. You can bang your head against my living room wall free of charge. <laughs> this is Vern Smith saying tune in again next week for another transcribed adventure of Ozzy and Harriet, starring Ozzy Nelson and Harriet Hilliard. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio Service.
The Adventures of Ozzy and Harriet, September 25th, 1953. Ozzy and Harriet Nelson, along with their sons, David and Ricky, and Vern Smith doing the announcing. That's an Armed Forces radio rebroadcast. Hope you enjoyed that. So, Carl, I wanted to let you know, I heard an author speak. He's a local author recently, and his name is Michael Zimmerman. Mm-hmm. And he wrote a book that's called Suburban Bigamy. Yeah, I've heard of Six, it. You did hear of mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Six Miles Between Truth and Deceit. Yeah. And it was a remarkable conversation. And what the, he spoke in front of like a bunch of people and you went to it? Yes. Oh, cool. <laughs> Very intellectual, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the story is um, this guy, this author, Michael Zimmerman, um, had, his father's name is Norman, and he had a wife and two sons. This is Michael's family that lived in Winneka, Illinois. Yeah. And then six miles from there, he also had a wife, a son, and a daughter, an entire new family. So living a double life. He lived a double life for over 40 years. Bigamist. And nobody knew about it. 40 years. 40 plus years. And he got found out? Well, kind of. At the end, as he was dying, he was in the hospital, and the deceit and the lies began to unravel. He wrote this book. It is a truly remarkable memoir. I urge you to check it it out on Amazon. Oh, I can get it on Amazon. Yeah, again, the title of the book is Suburban Bigamy, Six Miles Between Truth and Deceit, written by Michael Zimmerman. I'm going to read it. Check it it out. Remarkable All right, our listeners will like it, too. Definitely. All right, thanks, Lisa. Time for this month in music history. Um, No, I think we have Sarah, right? Oh, Sarah's backstage pass. So sorry. Hi, Carl. And hello to all of our listeners. Tonight, I'm going to review the DC superhero movie, The Flash, who's played by Ezra Miller. He travels back to time in 2013, where he meets Batman, played by Michael Keaton. The main plot in the movie centers on General Zod. Remember him from those Superman movies? Yeah, he's played by Michael Shannon. Well, he's trying to take over Earth and transform it into a new Krypton. You'll see many DC superheroes, including Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. Tell me something. You can go anywhere. Another timeline. Another universe. So why do you want to stay and fight to save this one? This is the world where my mom lives. I'm not going to lose her again. The director is Andy Muschietti. If I can't undo what I did, if I can't get back, there might not be a future. The bottom line, I'm in. Three stars out of four. Ezra Miller's performance is fantastic. At times, he plays a double of himself with an opposite personality. The visual effects are dazzling, and I enjoyed seeing all of the flashbacks of the former DC movies. The Flash is rated PG-13, and I'd advise parents not to bring young children, as it is pretty violent. Thanks for listening in tonight. I'm Sarah Knight-Adamson, your national film and TV critic for Sarah's Backstage Pass. Be sure to check out my website for entertainment news. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. In our next hour, it's Cloak and Dagger from 1950. 
But first, Lisa Wolf Dylan is our lyricist for learning the lyrics. That's right. We've got songs that begin with the letter B. B. Got any ideas? Be mine forever. Yes, that's uh, one of the songs. All right. Hang tight. It's time to rethink, renew, and reimagine retirement. Hey, everybody. Jared Sebesta here, host of Retire Repurposed. Now, this podcast is about the non-financial parts of retirement, which many times can be even more challenging than the financial. We believe retirement is not the end, rather the beginning of what could be the most impactful, purposeful, and fulfilling season of a person's life. So don't retire. Become repurposed. To listen now, search Retire Repurposed on your favorite podcast platform, Senior Resource, or Life Audio.